everybody. Welcome back to the Real Marriage Podcast. We are back. We took an extended break. We really enjoyed it, uh, but we really missed doing this together. Heather, welcome back. Are you happy to be back doing this with me? It feels good. I mean, there's not any more time in the week to do this. Yeah, right. <laughs> we still make it happen, but I've missed it. I've missed you all. Yes. And we've gotten some awesome comments and people reaching out, asking questions to us on our social medias. We have uh, the Real Marriage Podcast on Instagram. Please message us. Let us know what God's doing in your life. If uh, we can help you in any way, if we can pray for you. We got an awesome message uh, this past week, which is really fun. And we just want to be a blessing to you guys. We are learning and growing and trying not to cry every day with the world and everything going on and and just trying to make sure that we build a marriage that we're proud of, a marriage that's thriving. And we hope that you are doing the same. And so welcome back. So glad you're with us. What season is this? I forgot to even... Five, I think. Is it five? You can make up whatever you want on podcast though, you know? Like... Season 12. Yes. <laughs> uh, this is our 50th marriage episode. Oh. Uh, you remember way back we did the uh, parenting one? That didn't get too much love. Didn't get too much. Yeah. <laughs> We've got a younger crowd, I think, uh, <laughs> for the most part listening. Uh, but man, hope you guys had a great new year and Christmas and all of that. I wanted to ask you, Heather, uh, We ha- this is partly a chance for us just to talk and it hang is. out. It what is. was your favorite part of the holiday season, because if you don't know my wife or don't follow her on Instagram, which you should, there's a, you'll know everything about our children and see how <laughs> awesome they are. But you love the Christmas season, the weather, the Christmas songs, the decorating, like you are all over it. I am. So let's just live there for a second. What was okay. your What was your favorite part of Christmas, New Year's, all the holiday stuff? I think the Lord literally gave Floridians a Christmas miracle. The weather was like 32 on no Christmas kidding. day. Yes. It was the coldest Christmas in 25 years. I've We've sweated? Is I've that... tanked. Yeah, I think so. Tank tank what? I was going to say we usually wear tank tops on Christmas yeah, day. Yeah, which you shouldn't because the neighbors stare <laughs> and enjoy that. But um, yeah, I have rules on what Heather can wear it's... when she's working out and going out. <laughs> what? Remember I bought you the uh, the workout stuff and it's got... Like way too open on the side. Yeah, Griffin's like, like, you can't wear that. This is for me. You can't be doing this. Uh, yeah, but it was the weather was amazing. We did a we had a, we have a fireplace in Florida, which is funny and awesome. And we, I was like, let's do a fire. Um, I don't know. That's so hard. I mean, I, I just remember Christmas and and as a child and how magical it felt. So all I want to do is make it magical for our family, mm-hmm. whether it's like simple things like hot chocolate or just making sure we buy a gingerbread house that they can put together. Watching the Grinch, watching the movies together, uh, yeah. and just that time and everyone's kind of happy. And it's all you know? anticipate in anticipation for Christmas Day. So it's just... It's so fun. The buildup is so much fun. I always have like, I'm super sad Christmas night. I'm like, yeah, tell them how sad you I get. Was like, so sad. It goes, so, you're like, it goes by so fast because it's, it's one, such a big buildup for one day. Over. But our kids are done with presents within 30 minutes. Yeah. It's we just make like them wait frenzy. and take turns and we probably stretch it out better than other parents do. Yeah, but, that's true. Um, I don't know if I have one thing. I just, I like to just make it magical. Yeah. I think that's I think my goal. <laughs> for me, it was, it's always fun. You know, usually we have like a baby during a Christmas, you know, <laughs> that's so that's always a thing or you're pregnant or something. So for Elisha, our son, he's one and a half, uh, will be two in May for him to just be a, in it. You know, yeah. he got, he got overwhelmed by it for sure. 
but I'm all about our son right now. Just where he's at. He's at the the point where I can like throw him around and so I'm chasing him. He's laughing. He's he's just so much fun and just full of energy. So I really enjoyed him. It felt like our whole family was able to be a part of it, you know? Yeah, just mentally kinda, aware. <laughs> yeah, of what's going on, you know? Yeah. We'd like give him presents last year and he like just wants he's to like, eat. Can I you eat know? it? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Simple. So, but tell him, I actually did very well with one present. Yes. Heather has been asking for this for years because of her anger issues inside. Tell him what I got you. I don't have anger. No. Um, I have, y'all know, if you've been a part of the Real Marriage Podcast fam, I have wanted to box for five years. And Griffin got me gloves and like a lightweight bag. It's, it's. Not punching a heavy, yeah, yeah, a legit punching bag. Yep. And I'm in absolute heaven. <laughs> I'm like so happy just thinking about it. I, you guys, I put on like, I have a, a like my own boxing mix on Spotify right now. And I just put it on and I'm like, I hope nobody sees me doing this in my garage, but I feel awesome and very cool when yeah. I'm doing Oh, you sent me a polo the other day. You're I like, did. watch my moves. Does it look good? You know? And I'm like, I'm actually watching scared because... <laughs> If I do something wrong, you've got like, you've got a right hook that oh, man. puts that thing on the floor. So good. And I'm like, don't break it. You know, <laughs> you just got it. Oh man. Yeah. He did really well. And I'm super pumped. Yeah. I love it. That's good. Well worth it. So you're getting the tension out on the children. Heather, when she gets revved up, you know, when the kids are just crazy, she has to walk away. So now she has something to go punch. Yeah, I'll be right back. And just get it out. And guys, tonight we are playing oh, soccer. <laughs> we are starting a co-ed soccer league. I don't know if anyone cares about this, but we're just updating you People on People are like fast forwarding through all yeah, of our can we? Yeah, exactly. So it doesn't matter anyways. Just skip ahead 30 seconds. Um, but we, we need prayer for knees and ankles and hamstrings. Oh, it's my been, goodness. I think it's been three years for me. We played in college. So my mind's going to be college. My body's going to be like, <laughs> what are you thinking? I know. And it's cold. It's cold. It's going to be I'm going to hate it. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's going to be a time. <laughs> but I'm excited. But I'm also like li- actually nervous. <laughs> Man. Well, if you could hear Heather's knees, there's no business of her walking, let no, alone I shouldn't do this. So soccer. say a prayer, even though you're going to hear this after. You know, just pray. Well, we'll update you. (laughs) We'll keep talking about this. We will. Uh, Anyways, let's go into the topic. So we just, uh, we're talking about what do do we want to pour in? What do we want to talk about? And just really felt led to to speak into how do we start well this year? How do we kick off the year? And that's a little cliche, but uh, there's just so much value in, you know, we'll we'll get into March and April and life's happening and we'll look back and go, man, where have we been? Like. It's, our, it's halfway through January already. You know, we just had Christmas in it. So it's flying by. So we want to kickstart 2021 fresh and strong. And te- what do you think? Why, why is it so important, do you think, to kind of start well? Because I feel like if you don't start well, you're going to be behind the eight ball. And it's hard to go back, right? Habits or focuses or being intentional about things. Why do you feel like getting started the right way is really healthy? Getting started the right way <laughs> is the key. Everyone, a lot of people can start, but it doesn't yeah. mean they're going to finish. Oh, that's good. But when you start well with with not even just like these goals, 
long-term huge goals. I'm going to lose 30 pounds or I mean starting well as in like what's the everyday new habit you can create to reach that goal. So the key to starting well is being more specific and intentional with all the little steps you have Mm -hmm. of whatever the dream or vision or goal is you have for yourself, your business, your marriage, your dreams, whatever that looks like. And so that you actually can finish it. Like that's what we want. Yeah, that's good because we we put that big goal up there and it seems far away sometimes, right? Of what we want to get to, right. but it takes steps, step one, step two to kind of get, sometimes you have to crawl before you run. And so if you don't get those habits started or even know what's going to get you there, right? Mm-hmm. The, what kind of the steps to take or the work to put in. And so you all have ideals for 2021. Everyone was just so ready to get out of 2020 It started crazy. It's about the same. (laughs) It's just, yeah, it felt like an extension with all the political stuff. And I mean, nothing really changed the virus and all that kind of stuff. And so again, we want to press into our own lives, our own families, marriages to be strong and to move forward in a healthy way. Something cool too that I want to share. And I know we have people who are deep in their faith and we have those who who aren't. And just wherever you are in the faith spectrum, you probably heard the verse, you know, for I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. Like that's such a quoted verse. Yeah, Jer- it, Jeremiah 29, 11. Yep, it's on, it's on posters, it's on t-shirts. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's everywhere. Yeah. Even if you don't really even know what it is. But the context of that is God's chosen people were in exile. Like yep. they were in a really bad place. Very tough. And the prophet Jeremiah, is saying, like God's telling him, like, live your life. Like you have however many years, I don't remember, Pastor Griffin, that you're gonna be in this place. Usually like, 40. Okay, thank you. Yeah. That's true. That is the testing thing. <laughs> um, so it's, he says, plant your gardens, have your children, like live your life and thrive. Yep. Because I have something ahead of you. So I just wanted to drop that little bit of just biblical in- encouragement of mm-hmm. like whether maybe you're starting off and you're like, great, it's literally the same. It's like, no, like this won't last. But while it's still happening, don't put your life on hold. It's a brand new year for you, your family and your marriage. You can still move forward. Yes. And it's like, don't be crippled by the things you can't control. That's so good. Yeah. It's got to fire you up to press into the things you can get your hands around, which really looks at yourself, Mm -hmm. your internal self. We've been talking at church about your internal goals and who you're becoming. And a lot of you are listening. You're still getting into adulthood and you're learning about marriage and learning each other. And there's so much to learn and grow into. So just don't allow the, the things outside of the realm of your control to cripple and stifle you from being so depleted, which we'll get into one of the things we're doing that's helping that, to where you're not growing. You have to keep growing and moving forward regardless Mm -hmm. of the circumstances around you, right? So good. So I I thought we could share, Heather, just personally, like what what is our focus? Some of it's individual, some of it's collective, and kind of anything you do affects me. So it's all in together as Mm -hmm. marriage goes. So let's just talk about, I think, four things if we have time to get to them that we're doing to start fresh and to start 2021 strong. Mm-hmm. And the first one is the fast. Yeah. We're just going straight up spiritual. <laughs> uh, it's the only way to start, really. But it's become a part of our DNA. Mm-hmm. It's, been a, it's become a part of our church, but also for us. Maybe, maybe just unpack a little bit of our approach to that, the benefit of the fast, what, what it kind of means maybe, yeah. and why we're doing it. So we do this as a church. Um, 
And again, like a, a fasting, it's very biblical. There's many different types of fast, but it is abstaining from a food, has a biblical fast as a food, something that you love, um, and basically submitting that, surrendering that, and then having this intentional prayer focus time of just focusing on the Lord. Yeah. So some people pick like an actual, like if they love breakfast or they love lunch, like they literally don't eat lunch. Yep. And they spend that time in prayer. Um, you and I went big and we are doing coffee. <laughs> um, I mean, Forget lunch, coffee. It's seriously. Um, <laughs> yeah, and I, I'm sad without it. No. <laughs> Well, a little bit. I miss it. That's for sure. I'm <laughs> feeling it. Um, so and in, in what we're doing is we're just saying, God, like we want to hear from you. We want to know you more. We want to go deeper with you. You are worth sacrificing any of these things for. Yep. And now we're going to intentionally, even more so, pursue you for direction, for answers, for confirmation, for wisdom, for for like health provision, whatever it is. And you just can, it's this amazing chance to lay. I have a very long list of just my heart out to him, Mm -hmm. fully surrendered. And then, and just being very intentional about bringing that before him every day and then watching how he speaks to you, watching how he reveals himself to you. Mm -hmm. And every time I've done it, I look back at my list and I'll, after the fast is over, I'll write in what's happened. Yeah. And it's incredible. Yeah. it's not always like in these big ways, massive ways, but he, he, he talks to up. me he about them. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. It's so, um, so obviously our faith is, it's the most important thing to us. It's beyond, beyond our family, our marriage. Uh, we live our lives for Christ. And, and so our lives are oriented around that. And for us to be in a healthy place, and this may look different for some of you listening, but we have to be close to the Lord. Yeah. And we're so busy and there's so many distractions and things that can pull our time. And the fast is this built-in kind of reset to get us closer, more focused. We sacrifice something. Anytime you sacrifice something important for something better, yeah, you're going to move forward. And that applies to anything in your life. So we do that spiritually and it just sets our hearts in the right place to be connected to the Lord. We're praying together for each other. It created, I don't know, when we were preparing, we always talk about, what are you thinking about? And just hearing your heart and your dreams were pressing into your future and my future and our future, what God's doing there. And it just creates such good kind of connection mm-hmm. uh, with what's important and what yeah. we're dreaming and, and hoping for. And so there's this built-in strength by doing that for spiritually, but also for us as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's something I look forward to. And even though it's hard, it's, it's worth it. It's worth <laughs> Those it. Those mornings are tough. <laughs> uh, I'm doing, we're doing sweets as well. And yeah. I'm doing popcorn. It's my nighttime it's, snack, which probably sounds weird, but it's like, it's a little habit, you know, put a lot of butter on it. It's terrible. <laughs> um, so we're doing the fast. Let's talk about number two. Yeah, We're investing in health and dreams uh, for our future your writing, what my future job situation looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's becoming specifically your health, your body, we don't, which we don't have to talk too personally about. But I think we're learning to what we invest our, our time and our money into. Uh, we're being more intentional about stuff that's very important long-term. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean... <laughs> I've been through a lot uh, with all these children and pregnancies and like all just, you know, we don't have to get into it, but just 
pouring into me and, and me being okay with that, which is really hard for me to be like, we're investing all this money into me. And it's like, that's hard for me. Yeah. Um, but just accepting that is like, I have a huge role to play in this family sure. and I need to be, <laughs> I, I don't. If Heather goes down, we're, <laughs> I mean, I need like four nannies. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you're sweet. But just, just realizing that like you're either going to pay for your health now or you're going to pay for it later in the wrong way. Yeah. You know, I mean, all these, I can just recite you a lot of cliche health sayings that are all real. You're mm -hmm. everything you eat, you're either feeding disease or you're, or you're killing it. Like just all, sure. the, you know, like just, so even doing these things now that mm -hmm. are healing my body, it's protecting us for the future. Yeah. And I think, you know, when you're younger, you, you, it's easy to kind of dismiss it or just, you feel I'm not invincible, but it's like it doesn't feel as much of a need. I think you knew you needed stuff, but it took money, it took time, and it took energy with so many things. And I think we've just landed and been led to a place where we should be investing in that. Yeah, and that ties into our future. And and I think the big point of that is we want we need to be healthy. There's a huge aspect of the how you live your life and kind of what you gain from life with your health and internally, but physically as mm -hmm. well. And when you're tired and you're exhausted, you're depleted or something's going on that's just lingering, it affects you. Mm -hmm. It affects how you are at home. It affects how you are with the kids at work, your ability to thrive. So I think us prioritizing that has been super helpful, but it's also setting us up for the future with dreams and writing. Tell, tell them kind of what we've done on Fridays yeah. for you that we finally got to for <laughs> Heather's sanity and your future. Yeah. Well, now that I think about this whole episode, I feel like everything we're talking about is health, physical, spiritual, emotional, yeah. like it's mental. Like it is all. <sighs> Glad we got there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So the other thing we're doing is, you know, I have very huge dreams and aspirations to be a writer that just impacts women and reaches women. And um, Griffin has just really fought to just make that a priority for me. So every Friday morning for three hours, I go away to write. And it is just one of my favorite times of the day, of the week, honestly, just to go and just pour into my future book I'm writing, whether it's a blog post, whatever it is, just having that with no pressure. You know, one day I hope to have an editor on me to have something turned in on time, you know, yep. <laughs> but for now I don't have any of that, but it's almost like, and you know, the Lord told me like, you are a writer. He's, he's told me this Griffin's been called, you will be a head pastor. So there's just this thing of living your life and functioning like that now. Yes. So owning that yes. and like making that a priority, calling myself, like yeah. I am a writer. Like when I went, I went to write, this man asked me, are you a student? I go, no, I'm a writer. How good and did even, that feel? Oh, it felt so good. <laughs> She's but, tearing up right now. Yeah. I just you go. <laughs> <laughs> really? Oh, uh, we got her. Uh, it's huge though, because we haven't functioned that way. And it's been hard for you because Heather's so sacrificial um, and we haven't just mandated for you to have a time and a space to pour into a hobby, more than that, a dream, a calling for you, something you're passionate about. And guys, I don't know where you're at with kids and all that. It's so easy to be so dominated by the needs of your family and the needs of your marriage almost. And I'm so happy that we're 
we got to a place for Heather to be able to do that and how filled up she is. Uh, she spent a little too much time one day. I was at the park with all of them like, Heather, where <laughs> are you? Please it's come. True. It's true. Not really, but uh, that is a healthy thing internally for you, keeping some individuality within the midst of the demands of uh, being a wife and being a mom. And But it is, I love what you said. It's like press in now to what you know your future needs to look like mm-hmm. or should look like. If you're not in a job that you're passionate about, find ways to pour into that passion now yep. in preparation for the moment you get launched and find that opportunity to get there and you'll be far more ahead when the time is right to actually do it. Yeah, operating like that. And especially if you've heard from the Lord of like, this is what's your future. Then you have This to. is what's coming. It's like, okay, I just have to cling to that promise, whether I actually see it in the natural or not. Right. Like, you know, you told me this is coming. Like, sure. okay, well, I need to walk in that obedience regardless yeah. of what I see because he sees all that we can't see. And what's so beautiful about having a relationship with God is he is in tomorrow, like, Anything that comes tomorrow has already gone through him. Yeah, he's not bound by time. And so you don't have to be afraid of the future or tomorrow or and because he is in it already. Yep. Yeah. And so it's, it's just an incredible hope and peace in mm-hmm. the midst of it. I love talking like that when non-believers are going, what? I know. But that's just where it is with us, just fully surrender to the Lord. Like he's in control. I read a scripture this morning in First Peter. It said, and not being afraid of what's frightening. It mm. literally said, do not be afraid of what's frightening. Yeah. It's like, it's still frightening, but you get to choose whether you're afraid of it or not. And All right. It, it, All like, right. <laughs> it just stuck out to me so much. of just like, yeah, just because we choose not to be afraid doesn't mean the actual situation isn't scary. Yeah. It's like, no, but I know who's in control of this. That's good. Perfect segue to number three. Okay. <laughs> Limiting social media. Oh, so And good. the news. Talk about frightening. <laughs> Holy man. Okay. So I think um, we've just realized, we kind of talked about this, but I, I'm so happy with where I'm at with this stuff. I, I, I don't know the middle ground in, we talked about this, being aware, right. but not being um, just so invested. Consumed. Consumed by right. the passion and the, oh, there's so many words you can describe it of just what people are believing in. There's just two sides. Okay. Mm -hmm. And wherever you look, you're either going to get excited about what your side is saying, you're going to get upset at the other side. Right. And it is so toxic. And it is also so out of your hands and control. That's right. And so we are trying very, very uh, diligently to limit our investment in social media, Mm -hmm. other people's lives, and all that that comes with that but also specifically the news, what's going on in the world, all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. And I've been very separated from it since basically the election, the the peace and just the calmness to not be associated with it has been so healthy. Yes. And I don't even really choose to be invested, but when I see anything... It stokes something negative. It triggers everything. Immediately. Yep. And it it does no good for my job, my family, my children, my role. It literally brings no value right. to my life. I want to know what's going on. I want to pray into it. That's right. But I cannot be consumed by something that brings literally zero value to the most important things in my life. That's so good, babe. All right, I'm, that was my. That, that was, was so my, good. Babe. That was my statement. <laughs> it's good. 
I think it's really loud and noisy. I think there's, you know, prophetic people saying, this is what I hear. This is, you know, if you are following any of that or like, this is what God's saying. And then there's what Griffin's saying about the different sides and it's, it's opinions and it's angers and it's predictions and it's, it's all of that. And it's just really loud. And I've just come to this place of like, I don't want to hear anybody else's voice, but God's because that's the only one that I can trust. And that's the only one that's full of truth. And so we had, you know, for me, I had a moment. Griffin's birthday's in December, then Christmas, then our second born daughter, Paisley's birthday's in January. And so I'm pretty much on this really intense high until after Paisley Joy's birthday. And then I just crash. And I often, if I'm not on my guard, when I am mentally just completely undone is when I catch myself scrolling just because I'm exhausted. And it almost scarily, if that's a word, happens like subconsciously. I'll just start doing it. And I'm like, whoa, when did I even turn my phone on? It's, I can't stand it. It's really awful. But I just was reading about all the things and I physically felt awful. I felt like sick to my stomach. I literally felt yucky (laughs) for a mom word because that's my (laughs) vocabulary right now. Right. Yeah, it's off-putting. And I closed my phone. And then I was like, God, okay, no. And I picked up my Bible and, you know, a minute after I just looked at a bunch of stuff on social media, I read one chapter in the Bible and I felt physically full of joy. I felt peace overtake me from the top of my head, just like, and it was just, it was life and death. It was Mm -hmm. literally stark opposites of each other. And I thought like, Lord, why can't I know this by now? That like sure. nothing, nothing at all fills me like you. Yeah. Like those things just emptied me, depleted me even more, and then actually filled me with fear. It's exhausting. And then when I read your word, you refreshed me. You filled me with joy and peace and comfort. And I was happy. Mm-hmm. I was so happy. Just totally distant from what's going on. Yeah. So yeah. now I've just put up major guardrails on myself, huge ones, because I need them right now. And that's okay. Gosh, we all do. I mean, you can't look at anything without feeling something. And here's what I think the challenge is where I don't relate to this, but a lot of people feel like they need to have a voice in it. Yeah. And and I get that. I don't relate to that either, but I get I, it. I get it. You just see it. You can look at people like, why would they say that? Like they feel so strongly they have to put their voice into yeah. it. And it's, I get it. It's polarizing and it's, People feel very valid things about, you know, all, all the things, <laughs> all kind of, yeah, all, all the things. But I think you, we just have to be careful about how far we go with that because I think the test is, and I would just this, highly recommend this to just be conscious of this. I, I'm testing so many things, relationships, people that I meet, people I listen to, what I watch, where I spend time and environment, how you feel after says all you need to know about whether or not that's something good or healthy for you or it's not. That's so good. Yeah. And so I'm trying to be intentional. Like if I watch a little YouTube thing, which just pops up and you get, st- you get stuck on that for hours or whatever. Uh, how do I feel after that? Anxious, nervous, yeah. scared. Mm-hmm. It's like, man, they got me. Yeah. But I don't, why? Why do I need this? What did that do for me? Yeah. Who is it, this person, by the way, who made this video? Don't even know him. But yeah, you know, he just made me fearful. <laughs> exactly. It's wild. Yeah. So we give way too much authority away. That's really good. In our lives. And it doesn't do anything good for you. All right. We're running out of time. 
That was a good, that was, that's a huge one. We probably should have started with that. Uh, <laughs> last one, and we can keep this short. It's pretty self-explanatory, but we're, we're being very intentional about not chasing or pursuing relationships that we know aren't long-term. Yeah. It sounds and, harsh. <laughs> well, I think it's just, it's reality. Yeah. It's actually applies with family mm-hmm. and also friends uh, and things that have just, a lot has changed through the pandemic. Maybe you listeners, you've f- seen like relationships have changed. Friendships not, have you're changed. You're not hearing from people as much. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a little like trying to orient yourself around the newness of what's now, mm-hmm. losing stuff. And I think you and I are trying to get to a place where we're, we've wrapped our heads around, I, I guess we're leaving this behind. And we may not need to chase after something that's kind of played its course. Right. Right. Yeah. I think a lot, I think people reveal themselves over time. And I think you always tell me that, which I love that. Yeah. Um, that's a Griffin just, quote. Just let people, as they talk, how they treat you, let them reveal who they are and then be honest about what you see. Yeah. And being being okay with maybe you thought something was for a lifetime, but it was really just for a season and being okay with that and just realizing like, I need the people in my life that are going to champion me. I need the people in my life that are like, we are teammates and we're in this for the long haul. It is and it's give and take. It's a give and it's take. It's not one-sided. That's right. Which is also exhausting. A lot of things we're learning is like, don't press into things that exhaust you. Say no. Because yeah. when you're saying no, you're saying yes to you and your husband and your your wife or your family and or to the friendships that matter. And and this really stuck out to me too with some stuff I had recently with my father. Um, the emotional drain that was pulled like out of me stole emotions I wanted to give my children mm. because of how hard it was. It's like you only have so much in you. Yeah. And when you kind of waste it on other people, you're not able to give it to the ones that really matter. That's really good. And it happened to me and it happened like it like this was a something I had to read from him at the same time my daughter needed me. And I was so emotionally, a lot of things, I went to the punching bag, y'all, because of this, that I didn't have it to give to my daughter. Yeah. And I was like, gosh, you're not worth it. She's way more important. Man. And that's, I have made more boundaries in the past three weeks than I feel like I've made in probably most of my life. Yeah. And I feel so strong and vulnerable, like at the same time, by being really honest with people of like, no, this isn't, Good. Doesn't fit. This doesn't fit. Doesn't work. Mm-hmm. And it's okay to know with people specifically what fits you and what's not good for you. Right. And they may not even get that. And that's okay. It is okay because you got to know yourself. Right. That's where your spouse comes in to help you sift through that. Like, sh- is this mean, harsh to kind of move away from this? But what matters most is you being able to have the most you can give to what matters the most to right. you. And it, it's there are relationships worth fighting for and you go through seasons and there's challenges. But when you know it's time to move on or step away or put boundaries up, you got to do it mm-hmm. and feel strong and confident and kind of empowered that you are choosing what matters most. Right. You do it respectfully mm-hmm. and upfront and kind and all of those things. Uh, but the way you painted that picture, I, I wonder if a lot of people hear that and go, yeah, that's how it feels when my husband comes home from work. I don't get as much of him because it's depleting him. Yeah, And so it's good to even know the context of so many things drain us in the world and we have to control the boundaries when we can 
to make sure we have enough to give in the right places. Yeah. Sorry if you Someone's heard. at our front door. <laughs> Sorry if you heard our Alexa. <laughs> oh, that's a good stopping point. I love it. I, love it. I think our package is here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what'd you buy? Just the kids' vitamins. Okay, yeah. don't worry. Plus I promise. What? Plus a book for myself. Oh, is it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you didn't mention that. I oh, used, I asked Heather the I other used day. My allowance. Unbelievable. <laughs> She's so uncomfortable right now. So Heather, did we do we do a forty dollar? Yeah. I just like to make sure our our stuff is real. Yeah. yeah, I bought vitamins for the kids. Period. <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I just told you and all of our listeners. Oh, man. Oh, so, man, I know that was some heavy stuff, but I hope and pray that us unpacking this has helped you feel just a little bit lighter. We are so happy to be back with you, and we are just believing and hoping for the most incredible 2021 for you. Even though things might not have changed in the world, your marriage, your family can thrive in this. So we just love you guys. Be encouraged. We hope you have the best week and we are so happy to be back and we will catch you next time. This podcast is produced by talkedits.com. You talk, we'll edit. If you like what you're hearing, hit the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. We hope you enjoy getting to know Griffin and Heather. For more information about them, visit realmarriagepodcast.com. That's realmarriagepodcast.com. Thanks for listening.